Greetings and bienvenue, and welcome back to this week's episode of Good Job Adventures. Last time around, after some uh, cursory preparation, the interlopers departed for Barnacle Point in order to make their way towards my volcanic domain to the Alharu Badlands. During their travels, the party conversed amongst themselves, they came across the body of a dead rock, which I'll have to reward Sweetie for later, and then from there, they made their way through the field of fulgurite spires that decorates the exterior of the mountain. And now we'll be able to see what happens next as they arrive to their destination. Let's get back into this wonderful uh, desert fairing adventure. Hello everyone, welcome back to Good Job Adventures. Okay, so after like, probably like an hour or two of walking, the party approaches the mountain itself. Before them is a massive 25 foot by 30 foot tall pair of brass doors that are built into the mountain around the threshold. There are like gargoyles on each of the corners. You know how in some old uh, cathedrals they'll have gargoyles that'll like, just kind of lean out and spit water out of their mouths? Mm -hmm. These gargoyles are doing that, but with lava. Uh, and then in the middle, there is a four-armed gargoyle. Two of its hands are atop the pommel of a large flamberg whose blade is pointed downward, like, into the threshold. The other two arms have two sickle swords, like, crossed above its head. Also, the four-armed gargoyle has wings. And then in front of the gate, there are two air elementals that seem to almost be wearing, like, armor. One has a flail, one has a rapier. At this point, the party's probably like a hundred feet away. Uh, what do you do? I point to the statue like the gargoyle holding all that, like the swords and stuff, and say, Surprise, they're able to make a statue of my mother in law. <laughs> oh, jeez. Those, uh, those air elementals look pretty tough, uh, from what I can see. Uh, you speak, uh, you speak primordial, right? And I look towards that wall. Yeah, I speak it. I speak it. Hey, you think you you think we'd be able to uh, talk our way in there, or you think this is gonna turn into a fight? Well, I can talk my way into anything, anytime, anywhere. Well, that's good to know. Anyone. How about right here and right now? Uh, I should, yeah, I think I'm. I look at my calendar. Yeah, I'm pretty free right now. Uh, <laughs> let me uh walk up and see what the whole thing is. Couple questions. One. What's the marching order of the party? Just oh. like roughly. Just like who's I, in the front. I think I'll be the, in the front. I guess um, Elagos will be. Uh, in yeah, mind. and then I'd probably be after him. Uh, me and a uh, shirtless guy will probably be uh, kind of like stand towards the back. I'm looking out for anything Actually, in the back. Can I uh, try to like change my appearance, Harris? I have this guy self and silent image as invocations. You look like an air elemental. They're literally just beings of air. Like you, you could try looking like a genasi. Mm. Maybe that would work. Uh, I'll make myself look like an air genasi. When you do this, how far away are you from the two Probably elementals we start at the over, door? Because I don't want them to see me do this. That's why it's just <laughs> was not like you're in front of them and you're just like, Shiad, because I'm a fucking green airman now. Or whatever. I do say that, but just not near them. Alright, okay. So yeah, Shiad, because you're now, you're now an air genasi. 
I assume uh, you just walk up? Yes. Is it just you who walks up to the elementals, or just like everyone going I, to I think, think you I'm take taking the lead. the lead, and then everyone's following me. Okay, so you walk up, the elemental that's wielding a flail looks at Elul and just asks, Why are you here? What business Did do you have? Someone order some prisoners? They look to themselves. I didn't realize that we could order prisoners. This is a new one. Wait, I just want to clarify. So we said that Owl was going to take the lead, like he was going to go on ahead of us, right? Yeah, I assume we were like kind of so close. We, the party is behind Air Owl, the slave trader. Yes, if you... Mm, these prisoners were ordered by the uh, the man up top. And I look at the top of the volcano. He needs some more labor. Roll me persuasion. Yeah, I do know the name. Karaba. I, got a, I rolled a 24 on persuasion. Both elementals are going to roll. Harris, what is Karaba's occupation? You don't know. So we don't know if he's like a thief? That has... Because uh, then he could be Karaba the oh robber. Oh my fucking god. So, you can tell that the air elemental with the rapier, they seem convinced. The elemental with the flail is not buying your bullshit. He's like, if we were to order people or order more bodies to do work, we wouldn't just take them... Like, this is such a weird way to go about this sort of transaction. So how would you go about getting more bodies? I mean, one, one... Th body man over here? I mean... Yeah, what? One, we wouldn't be the ones judging the value of incoming the people. As far as people who are work here, it is a far more consensual and not forced affair. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. You really don't... You really don't know. I, act right. I actually I don't. Want, yeah, I didn't want to be the one to tell you. Uh, you remember those, uh, the machines Karaba sent out, uh, probably a few days ago? Uh, small town? Oh, yeah, those, yeah, I, I saw them, like, fly slash scurry by, what's up? <laughs> they didn't tell you, they didn't, he didn't tell you what they were doing. I, I mean, uh, I've heard through the grapevine that it was a test run to see if they would work. <laughs> it was a test run. Well, there was a few tests they were running, but one of the tests was, uh, they were rounding up some more labor. Uh, roll yeah. persuasion. Alright. Or would it be deception? Uh, deception, my bad. Uh, the same score for either one, so it doesn't matter. I got a 19. Okay. So, again, the elemental with the rapier, they still, they, they look convinced. The elemental with flail is still just like, I, I'm not, I, mm. They seem a little, a, a bit more moved by your words now, it's like. Like, I don't want to have to, at this point, you're just holding me up. I got stuff to do. You got seemingly nothing to do. So I don't want to go in there and just tell Karaba, whoever, that you just kept me waiting, kept his people from uh, doing the work that Karaba desperately needs done. I mean, here, here's the thing. More, th more than likely in this sort of exchange, you wouldn't, in you would not directly interact with Karaba. That, that's just, no. V very few people actually go up to see him. Well, either way, I don't want to. I don't want to have to send your name back up to this rape. Are, are you trying to speak to my manager? Yes, I might be, and I've, I've, I, what, excuse me, what was your name? Haba. Yeah, Haba. Okay, how do you spell Habba, that? I just, Habba. I just want to get it down exactly, letter by letter, Habba, so I know Habba. who to, Do you, like, call my play. fucking call center? Is that Will calling me during the day at work? <laughs> like, this is literally what happens. Haba, uh, H-A-B-A, yeah. oh or what H-A-B-B-A. Okay, so now I know who to uh, report for holding me up and for holding up uh, these very valuable and needed acquisitions. It's not on me that you, you seemingly sprang this your potential uh, humanoid-based transaction upon me, and we were wildly unprepared. You being unprepared is somehow You're supposed not on to, you. No, no, normally, how, this is a very tightly run ship. 
if something is to happen, if visitors are to come, it is known. The the right the proper necessary channels are informed. At this point, Elagos is gonna lean over to Roth, and it's like, do you think we should like intervene or? Uh, you see Roth just like kind of reaching into his bag and taking some popcorn. And he's like, no, 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 let 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 this play out. I'm curious to see what he's saying after afterwards. If it turns into a fight, we'll know. Hey, can I get some of that corn? Do you want popcorn or credit corn? Do you have oh my corn? fucking god. Yeah, I got credit corn. Yeah. And he kind of like reaches in there and gets you a little bit of credit corn. As as Roth produces the credit corn, Elemental with a, the rapier kind of perks up and is like, wait, is is that credit corn? Yeah, I was told you guys like credit corn. So I had, a, I had my, my boys back here bring a, bring a few batches up. Thought it would be a nice surprise. Well, I mean, I'm a fan. Habaz, if you couldn't tell, he's kind of stubborn. Oh, oh yeah, I could tell. I could tell. <sighs> but, uh, Habal, I heard that you liked, um, minced, minced meat? You like meats? Of various I types? mean, as you can see, I'm an, a being of air, so I don't really eat. But I do enjoy the concept of food. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, what, I, that's what I heard. Are you trying to bribe me with food? No. Okay. Jesus. All right, I'm just going to hold... Thought it would be a nice gift. Keep the meat for myself. How, how are we going to finish this thing up? This is, what do I need to prove to you to get inside here? Well, what I could do, either Haba or I could go inside, speak to the person up front, and see if there's may- maybe some, like, schedule or something in the schedule that was not mentioned to us. That seems like it's going to take a while. Listen, let me come in with you. We'll talk to the guy together. If for some reason my schedule, I was off schedule, I was early or something, I'll go back out, wait a little bit, get it all sorted out. Look, but we can't just let you in. That That's the whole point. Karaba is very picky about having visitors. Now my job is to make sure that people don't get into the door. So, you can't come into the door. <sighs> okay. I turn around to the other guys. And I, I just, like, nod at them and give them a wink at the people in the party. And I, sit, I whisper, Wait, what is that supposed to mean? I whisper, which is what I was getting to. Murder. I whisper back. Wait, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I whisper back. You mind if I, uh, try something instead? Oh, look at the elementals. All right, my, uh... Uh, my, my right-hand man over here said he wants to, uh, something he can show you to prove our, prove our commitment to the cause. Oh, that'd be delightful. Uh, so, I kind of come up near Aul, and I ask him, Hey, uh, can you tell them to, uh, to stand close together? To, like, look in my bag, like, they kind of have to, like, huddle up. You two, and I look at their elbows. Alright, this is supposed to be top secret, but, uh, get, get right, real close to each other. I'm gonna come over and show you something. The two look at each other, they nod. The elemental with the rapier kind of like peers closer to the bag. All right. Uh, so as I see that they're within 10 feet of each other, I'm going to instant cast magic circle, and I'm going to keep them inside of it since they are elementals. Haba and the other unnamed elemental whose name is now Ria, they're now trapped. They're like, wait, what the? What did you guys do? The circle just around them, or is it around all? Yeah. So they can't. They can't leave it. And anytime if they try to attack us from inside of it, they just. Well, first off, just by the nature of the spell, they can't, and also, the, if they could, it's disadvantage. So, we could, yeah, we can light them up. Fool, you fell for it! And I cast Fireball. What level are you, are you casting it at? Third. 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 I'm just gonna roll a deck save for both elementals. Pombo, roll the damage. Uh, it's a 23. Alright, so they both take 23 damage. Yeah, fucking light them up. They're both really mad, and they're, like, trying to attack the magic circle with their weapons, and it's not 
fucking working. What does the party do? I assume we're just gonna keep yeah. attacking them until they die. There's nothing they can really do. We can just yeah, I'll just ray of frost them at infinitum. Firebolt. Firebolt. Pretty much. Who in the party knows Draconic? I think it's Roth, right? Uh, Draconic? Yes, I know I Draconic. Might... Alright, so Roth, you hear one of the elementals shout in Draconic, pull the lever, as the gargoyle that was holding the big flomberg pushes the sword forward, and you hear a very clear and loud mechanical, like, clanking sound. It's like, as if the sword was part of a lever mechanism. And as that happens, the floor just begins to just drop out from under you. Everyone make a deck save. Danger, danger sense is a thing. Okay, so that's a 16 for me. Can I just use my action reaction to cast levitate? Owl, owl flies now. What does, every, what, what does everyone else do? What's the DC that we need to pass? The DC is a 15. Alright, cool. I pass. Can I take out a rope and throw it to Owl and then try and get everyone to grab onto uh, it? Or no? Well, first, what did you roll on the deck save? Humor me. A 13? <laughs> okay, so you rolled the 13. Roth and... Roth and Andrew, how did you I got an 11. Do? Okay. 16. 16. Alright, so as the ground be like kind of like just opens up, you realize that this is a fucking massive like trap door 25 feet long by 30 feet wide this is fucking huge elegos and jander just get the fuck out of the way arthos about you throwing your rope yes you can what do i roll for that uh i guess roll me like a, a dex check athletics athletics would be the better roll because mm -hmm. throwing shit is based off of that yeah 28 owl humor me and roll me a deck save to catch the rope you're assuming Owl wants to catch- Yeah, I know, that was a questionable choice. Let's back up a bit. Owl, do you want to catch the rope? I Owl, catch the rope. Owl's not even looking down that way, so he's just going to see a rope fly by him and kind of swat it away. He's going to okay. kind of swat it over to Elegos. <laughs> Elegos! Alright, Elegos, make me a deck save. What makes you think I want to catch it? Does Elegos want to catch it? Is he going to swat it over to- uh, here's the, here's the, I, I'm not gonna. I mean, here's how it goes. Here. If he catches it, he catches it. If he doesn't, well. What did you roll? So that. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus fucking Christ! Apparently, Elgos all right. Really wants so because he rolled a nat twenty. You, you, so Elgos, you watch as I will just kind of no no use this rope over to you. You like instantly catch it, and you're able to, despite being on sand, you're able to get a pretty like sturdy foothold, and are able to like hold Owl. As far as Roth goes... I wanted to actually cast Misty Step. Okay, yeah, you do. So Roth is just falling hopelessly and then just turns into a silver mist and then brushes off his collar when he stands over the side of the pit and then proceeds to cast more Rays of Frost into the magical circle uh, as he's a little angry at the two air elementals for saying that. And then I yell back up to the uh, to the gargoyle in Draconic. Close the lever! No! Basically, this its sword was being used like a as like the handle for the lever. So it picks up its flamberg, it leaps down off the gate. It kind of like uses its wings to hover over the um giant ass trap hole. So this thing just said no and then flew down. It said no and then flew down with its weapons drawn. So we're gonna roll initiative. Damn it! Uh, let me. God damn it, Roth. Initiative. Twenty-one. Right. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, I got a nine. Ha. Huh. Ha. He got a nine. I rolled a three. All right, Arthos? A 13. 13. Elgos? Two. Two. A 
try to roll initiative, but I'm dummy thick. In, in your defense, you're holding up Arthos by a rope. All right, so did everyone like crowd onto one side of the pitfall trap or was it like on opposite sides? I mean, I just teleported back to where I was standing a little bit more forward. Yeah, I feel like I'm I just levitating. took a step back. Step back three? No, I just tried to get out of the way. Are so people I guess the on, answer like, that you're looking for is no, we're not all in the same spot. I guess yeah. you are kind of like spread out, okay. Yes, you're not going to blast all of us into some tower like in R3. Top of the order, we have Janderwick. As far as where the gargoyle has positioned itself, it's kind of like probably 15, 20 feet above the um, big pitfall trap floating there. What do you do? I don't know if there's much I can do since it's up in the air. So I'm probably just going <laughs> to yell at it. So, so Arthos, you are on the rope that is being held up by Elagos. So I'm just going to climb up and get onto the sand. How, right, so how, how, do I, how far did I fall before the rope was grabbed? I'll just give it to you. Like, you're 30 feet down, so you're able to use all of your um movement to just get onto the, like, ledge. So there's two. are the two elementals also floating in the air right now? The magic circle's over the trapdoor is what it means, right? I assume that the magic circle is floating. So I'm going to just take a defensive stance and basically prep the dodge action. So, Elwul, what do you do? I guess I'll just start blasting the elementals. I'll blast the, the one that was being a dick with all my Eldritch Blast. Alright, so you make your attack rolls. I got a 20 and a 19. Uh, those both hit. So the first one, 15 force damage. And the second one, 14 force damage. So Nice. So I pull both my hands out in front of me and just like this blue black blast of force smacks right into the elemental space. Habal looks fucking mad. Rhea seems in shock that like, oh god, oh god, they're killing him. <laughs> oh, I never rolled it. Yeah, you are going to die. Uh, I believe, yeah, Roth is up. All right. So how close is the, uh, how close is this gargoyle to the magical circle? Probably like five, ten feet away, but just like also ten feet up. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and cast a, uh, a ray of frost to attempt to slow his flying speed. Uh, all right. I rolled a 28. Uh, that absolutely hits. All right, I deal nine cold damage to him. Okay. Ravros, he's just slowed now, right? Yeah, I believe that he has less movement. I believe 10 feet less movement. Yep. And then I'm going to move. I move 30 feet closer towards the door. Elagos. All right. Uh, Elagos casts Moonbeam. Uh, second level, and I'm, I'm, I'm casting it right on top of where the gargoyle currently is. I had a feeling. So, uh, it's a con save, right? Yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, he got a nine. That fails. So he takes... Eight radiant. Okay, so is that your turn? Yeah. Alright, so the gargoyle. The party notices that the gargoyle's wings are kind of covered in like ice, so it has, it has a bit of a tough time flying around. However, there's a there's a nice, tasty, juicy, possible air genasi, like, right there. Plombo, with Moonbeam, does it take damage at the start of its turn? Yeah. Okay, so... First time it enters, and on the start of its turn. Cool, so con save, it will the 22 on the con save, so... 13. That's with the halving? No. Cool. So he kind of like this sort of like a like a spirally swoop to descend twenty feet and is now next to Awul. So first, the gargoyle is gonna raise Flamberg and attempt to strike at Awul. Awul, what's your AC? Thirteen. He hits you for seventeen slashing. Roll me a con- concentration save on levitate. Twenty. All right, you're good. The gargoyle is gonna slash you with one of its sickle swords. Oh god, that's a nat twenty. Fucking slashes you with his little sickle sword. Somehow again deals seventeen damage. For 17 slashing. Roll me, um, con. 20. 
Alright, the gargoyle is gonna slash you again with its other sickle sword. Uh, I would like for this attack to use Unsettling Visage. It's a changeling feature. I think I've used it before. I flash my true face at him, uh, and it's so spooky that he gets distracted and has disadvantage. Alright, so you, have, you flash your Unsettling Visage, and boom! You rolled a 22 with disadvantage. So it hits okay. you again. Nine slashing. Roll me a con save. This thing is determined. Fourteen. All right, you're you're still floating. And then last but not least, he's gonna try and bite you. <laughs> as as this gargoyle just unloads on Owl, it gets it's getting like increasingly more fucking annoyed that you're not falling. It's like, why is this person fucking not falling? No! As it tries to bite you, so he rolled a twelve, so he misses. As he misses his bite, the gargoyle looks upset. It's now the air elemental's turns. They rolled in that one, so they're just in shock of being in a magic circle and also getting blasted, so they're just in a state of shock. Jander. Do I reach the air, air elementals in the magic circle? Top half of the magic circle radius is on the ground, so in theory, if one of the elementals had positioned itself on the ground, you could punch it. Luckily for you, the one with a um, rapier did. Vin, does anything special happen because you're attacking into the into the magic circle, or no? He can just do it as long okay. as yeah. So since he's not an elemental, or at least I don't think he is, nothing will happen to him. It just like elementals can't pass through. All right, and then Morgan, I know that because you right. are a monk, your attacks are magical. I'm just gonna kind of roll on up and try to roundhouse. All right, kick you, him. you 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 roundhouse kick the elemental. Uh, the seventeen just barely hits. After that one roundhouse kick, I'm gonna try and like spin around and do what's a the, couple more kicks. What's the damage? The first roundhouse kick blows. you hit. All oh, right, uh, nine. Okay, so you're, you're trying to try and do some like Chunli esque lightning legs, I assume. Yeah. There's one. Twenty-seven, 27 hits. and that's another nine damage. And then the second one is 20 a twenty hits. for eight damage. Okay. And then with extra attack, I'm gonna gonna try and punch it again. 15, 15 is gonna miss. 15 right? is gonna miss as in as the elemental's gonna get gonna get over their shock and like parry your foot with uh, its rapier. Okay, I don't know how that doesn't hurt me, but I'll take it. Shush, shush. Don't think about it too hard. And I think that's gonna be my turn. Gorgoyle, you're up. So I'm assuming the gargoyle is a little forward from where I am. Fucking gargoyle is like ground level. I'll do a half moon run to build up some speed to do a jump, and then land on top of the gargoyle. Uh, let me let me just check jump distance real quick. Worst case, if you miss, I won't catch your run. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Roll me athletics. <laughs> I like this idea. Well, that is a natural one. And Arthur just falls, trips on the sand, and falls face first into the pit. <laughs> there we have it. You you try really, you like get a nice ring, so you're all fucking pumped. Jump to try and grab the gargoyle, possibly RKO it out of nowhere. No! But fall into the pit. Oh, jeez. You're now falling. You still have the rope on you. I, I think I either left it with Elgos or put it away. Okay, so you do, I'm just, uh, effectively, you don't have the rope. Okay. Arthos falls. Arthos is effectively out of the fight. Nice. Alright, Elwul. Alright. Goodbye, Corley. Okay. I'll talk to you later tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you at later, um, D&D. I am Lurker in the Deep Warlock, so basically one of my things I can do is basically conjure tentacles to use as my uh, current attack. Alright, so you conjure your black tentacle. Yeah, big black tentacle. Has, has Elko seen enough hentai to know where this is going? No! Alright, please. <laughs> 
I'm going to attempt to hit him with my tentacle. Alright, so roll the attack on your, on your tentacle. So I got a 27. Alright, so the 27 hits as the party the party watches as just this like kind of like bluish portal appears and just a black tentacle comes out and fucking wallops the gargoyle. Just, is there any other additional effect to the tentacle or no? I don't believe so. Alright, roll damage, roll damage on, on the attack. I do 7 bludgeoning damage. Lit. And I can use my bonus action to have it attack again. I will do that. Alright, I'd like to point out that as the tentacle appears out of the fucking ether, all the elementals and the gar gargoyles all are like, what the fuck is this fucking eldritch bullshit? 28 hits. Uh, yes, I rolled 28, and I get another 2 bludgeoning damage. I get an 8, and bludgeon him with some tentacles, and he gets covered with a little bit of goo. Uh, Elagos might have seen that part coming. Roth, you're up. At this point, I'm just gonna take a look like, how is this gargoyle looking? Remember, the gargoyle hasn't taken that many direct attacks outside of the, like, tentacle wallop. The gargoyle's looking fine. Okay. Um, so, Roth, being a learned man, uh, would assume that a gargoyle that is made out of presumably stone is also an elemental, right? Correct. What I would like to do, because I'm just tired of this fucking gargoyle being here and us not being able to blow up the elementals immediately, is I'm going to cast, at fourth level, Altaluk's Resilient Sphere. Resilient. And it's resilient. resilient. Ah, <laughs> I can't. Uh, so I didn't know what it what it said. I was just reading it. Resilient. Okay, yes. So yes. I'm casting a sphere on this fucking thing. On the gargoyle. Yes, on the gargoyle. All right. So the gargoyle has to make a deck save, beating a 17. He rolled a zero. So basically, <laughs> that's, not that's not very resilient though. This <laughs> this sphere encases it. So I assume this gargoyle just plummets. I, I kind of interpreted that the sphere kind of. Floats. It's weightless, but you can push it and pull it. Because the sphere is weightless, it floats. How far away is this bubble from the magic circle? I have him inside the sphere. I essentially just want to end this fight and push him into the fucking, into the magic circle. You force the gargoyle into the sphere. He's in there. He's a, tra a trap with his other, uh, other elementals. No! Yeah, um, so, so now I'm going to, I'm just going to take off the sphere. And now we have three elementals trapped inside of a magic circle and they can't do shit. Yep, they're all, all right. they're all they're all in a huff. Alright, boys, blast them. I blast. I Elagos blast. is gonna move the moonbeam directly over the circle and then just and just keep like moving it to wherever what's, they are for a minute. What's the radius of the moonbeam? Uh is it a five, five feet? foot it's a five foot radius. Alright, because but I don't if, feel if like... I just if I just keep like wiggling it around inside this this circle. Alright, so he, he to to make to thoroughly expedite this, everyone who wants to cast a spell on the elementals, tell me the spell you're casting, and roll the damage. Ray of Frost at infinitum. Until an hour, until an hour is up, and the magic Ray circle dissipates. Five instances of Moonbeam, because it lasts a minute. As the party begins to just absolutely barrage the elementals with all sorts of different like spells, like Ray of Frost, Moonbeam, Eldritch Blast, after- One of them yells, pull it, and then another- <laughs> Oh my fucking god, no. No, 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 no. after a while, Punches. the party begins to notice that the elementals are all, are quote-unquote bloodied. The gargoyle, sh like, kind of drops its weapons in the magic circle. Presum presumably the magic weapons fall into the pit, and it's like, dude, we fucking yield. I keep blasting. I keep blasting. Firebolt. Firebolt. You have committed a war crime, and you've killed the elementals. For what war? It's just a straight-up crime. I literally offered them meat to let us in, and they started attacking me. So, yeah, I'm no, just annoyed. I'm just annoyed that they're here. The okay. So at this point, the party kills the elementals. 
Wait, I saw it move. Blast it. After you do that, the trap door kind of like retracts. You hear the sound of like mechanical parts and gears grinding as like the the trap door just kind of like clicks back into place. And, you're, and you realize that under the road, there were just these massive metal plates under the ground that were buried in sand that made up this trap door. Now, you cut to Arthos as he's now kind of falling down the pit. Probably after like a minute or so falling, he lands in a big pile of sand and he finds himself in a prison cell. Oof. As far as what you can immediately see about the prison cell, it's a 15 by 15 by 15 foot cell. You notice that it's very clearly like built into like the rock. There are only bars like the front section of the cell where the doors are. In the cell across from you, there is what appears to be like an anthropomorphic bug who's just kind of pacing around. Beyond that, the cell is empty. What do you do? I vest ye bug, what be ye in here for? It kind of like perks up, it turns its head to you, and you hear a voice just kind of like ping your brain. It is speaking to you through telepathy. Greetings, person. Why have you been imprisoned? I... I chipped and fell down a pit. Ah, uh, so I see that our fates are the same. Ye also tripped. You voluntarily fell down this pit. What the jet dripping was not voluntary. Aye, and what be ye coming here for? To be quite frank, I was curious about the mountain, and then I fell into this pitfall trap, and now I am here. Did you find anything out about the mountain while you've been No. I more or less arrived to the gates, and then the pitfall was opened, and then I fell. How be ye over there, then, instead of over here? I was forced to move. I'm not sure about the logistics of this holding cell, but it appears as though you are in the drop zone. Aye. So what is your name? I be Arthos, the Crimson Devil. Hello, Arthos. I am Taksa. So there's a pile of sand, right? There's a pile of sand that is presumably the result of, like, sand that fell with you. I did they know you came down here because the trap door opened, or did they just happen to be passing by? Uh, well, when I got to the doors, I was confronted by guards, and then the pitfall opened, and then I am now here. No, I meant the people who changed your cell. Oh, okay. So yeah, there is one guard. The guard is an ogre. They are kind of unruly, and they do not like bugs. I have to deal with frequent racist derogatory comments. I'd like to point out that, like, every time I have to breathe, I have to pull, like, a Tazon day and then move away from the mic, so those would just be like... Chocolate <gasps> rain! Gregard has apparently mentioned that there are other bugs down here. I'm not sure of the very nature of them. Hey, what I'd be meaning is if I hid in this cell, would they know I was in here, or would they see it be empty and just move on? Because the trap hole was opened, they would likely know that you are here. Okay. Are you like, gonna bury yourself in the sand? Yes. <laughs> Alright, I like this, actually. Okay. Alright, so, um, you're able to sufficiently bury yourself in the sand. I assume you make some sort of, like, breathing hole. Yep. The Bugman telepathically pings. Why, I don't like sand. It is coarse and gets everywhere. There, I, I, I did it. Uh, I'm able to reply telepathically to the bug guy, right? If the bug pings you, yes. I, I want to say, if he stay quiet, I'll let you out with him. That is an agreeable arrangement. You begin to hear, like, the sound of heavy footsteps and the sound of, like, a chain rattling. 
you notice that a like a, a ten foot tall, kind of like chubby orc with who's wearing like a chainmail vest and has a helmet with spikes running down the middle, almost like a mohawk, strolls on up to the door. The ogre kind of opens the door and starts like looking around, like. Oi, where's the where's the fucking guy who fell down in here? I heard the sound of the fucking trap door open. Corley, you should probably roll stealth for your hiding. You can do sleight of sand. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Oi, what the fuck? There's supposed to be some sort of person in here, but apparently this place is fucking empty. What the fuck is this bullshit? Pull the lever. The ogre is gonna attempt to look around, but does a piss poor job as Arthos. You watch the ogre do like a very cursory scan of the room. They shrug and then begin to make their way out of the door or out of the cell. What do you want to do? So his back is to me now, right? And they're gonna sh probably shut the door behind them when they leave. So what I'd like to try yes. to do is take this element of surprise and stab them in the back. Maybe slit their throat. Roll me an attack with advantage. A nat 20. Oh god. <laughs> so you roll with nat 20. How do you want to flavor this? 10 feet tall, I guess I could try going for where I would estimate his heart would be. I should be able to reach that, or would that be higher? I might be able to jump and stab him in the back where I think his heart would be. You attempt to do a backstab to the heart, roll me damage. 14. Okay. The ogre immediately puts its hands up, is like, Oi, what the, what the fuck? Why'd you fucking hide? I yield! I, I hold my hand out and say, give me Alright, alright, fine, here's, here's, your, here's my fucking key. And he just drops their key into your hand. I will lock him in the cell. No! And as I promised, I would unlock the, um, bug person. Uh, open an arcana check on the bug boy. To see if you might know what kind of humanoid this is. I probably don't. Eleven. Yeah, you know, you, you have no idea what the fuck kind of bug person this is. You are aware of desert-dwelling anthropomorphic bugs. That's all you know. As you free talk the talk the pings your brains like uh i see thank you friend for your delightful deed arthos makes his way down the hall or the little like cell block you notice that kind of like the corner stuff it's maybe like 20 feet at the end there's a little like there's like a an ogre sized door and then there's, there's a little like table with like a various like closets and chests that presumably contain shit coral you watch as takta goes to one of the uh, trunks and pulls out a weapon that basically it's a pull arm and on each end, there are like kind of like crescent-shaped blades, and then what appear to be almost like effectively giant shurikens. Like it pulls out a couple of those. You open the door. You see that there's a sign that says "No escaping." No. Um, gen generator room to the left, forge to the right. That all happens. We now cut back topside as the group has just dispatched the band of elementals, and they are now confronted by the brazen gates of Burjel Bark. What do they do? Let's head on in. Um, gonna attempt to open the you, gate. You're able to kind of like you're able to pull them open just enough to where like the party can walk in. So the party walks yeah, in. Right. The party en enters. Looks good a, to me. The large entry hall. The room itself, it's it's there's a lot of really like polished stonework and mas masonry all around. The hallway itself, it's 75 feet long, 55 feet wide, and for the most part, the ceiling is pretty high. What the party notices is that towards the middle, basically in the middle of the room, there are like four columns glowing lightning bolts running down them. Far into the hallway, you see, like, a door. What do you do? Guess I'll roll Arcana to make sure there's no, like, magical traps or anything, or, like, the lightning's going anywhere that could hurt us. All right. Got a 15. 
Alright, so you were able to discern that the illuminating lightning bolts that are running down the columns, they're very clearly magical, but it's aesthetic. Purely aesthetic. Be careful, these are highly dangerous columns. If you touch them, it could just turn you into ash instantly. Alright, All right, duly noted. Alright, uh, so it looks like there's a door on the other side. Uh, do you guys want to try and uh, keep going, or are we going to help out uh, that, that Arthos guy that fell down the pit, or you think he'll catch up to us? He can find his own way. Let's keep moving. You make your way to the end of the hallway. Uh, there's a pair of double doors. You're able to just open them. You know how when you're in like any sort of like skyscraper, there's, there's like a little like hallway with elevator doors? Literally that, but a couple things to note. One, the elevator doors are clearly like made out of bronze. Two, at the end of this little like hub area, there's a little table and there's a, a three-pronged candelabra with what appear to be like strange glowing bulbs in them. Also, between the elevator doors, there are arrows that press up and down. What do you do? Press the button. Up or down? Arthas did fall down, so I'll press the up button. Press the up button after a little while. You notice that a spurt of steam comes out from above one of the elevator doors as it opens. It opens up to reveal an elevator. In terms of dimensions, it's, it's your standard fucking elevator. In the back, you notice that like upper half of the back wall of the elevator is just entirely like reinforced glass and you could just peer inside the volcano and as you do you see that there's like all sorts of different like elevator cars that are riding up and down rails is this the wonka vader yes specifically like yeah, this is, the, the is fucking like johnny really depp wonka? one it's like that do you understand the visual i'm trying to conjure of course i think everyone understands johnny depp elevator yep the party looks to the panel of different buttons this elevator is like particularly dirty, but there are like there are buttons for places that include bathhouse, collections, generator room, forge, construct lab, and then there are a bunch of others that are either have been scuffed out or covered in dirt. Where would the party want to go? Did all the buttons have a picture of Johnny no. Depp's face from a different role that he's played? I I hit bathhouse and said after that fight I need a happy ending. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review for us. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if Buffalo 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 Buffalo, contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. No! For everything else, follow us on Twitter at GJ Adventures. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.